Hey, everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm the producer of Chris Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience, and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting, and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can check out our website at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. Hello, and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. Welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin. I'm really excited about today's topic. So I wanted to first let you all know that we are offering a giveaway to anybody that leaves us a review on Apple Podcasts. So if you need some directions, you can drop down to the description of this show. I'll have directions in there. You can also just do a quick Google. It literally takes 30 seconds and it really helps us reach more listeners and of course help other entrepreneurs just like yourself or just creatives that want to learn more about business. Today we're going to be talking about things like testing the market, pulsing the market, how to know what's going on in the economy, and how to start to plan for your business based around what's going on in the world. So to enter this giveaway, all you have to do is leave us a podcast, Apple Podcast review, put your Instagram handle in there, and once we reach 50 reviews, we will be pulling a winner. I'm hoping that this happens by the end of this month. So if you don't get your review in before then, you'll miss the boat. We're already at 10 reviews, so make sure that you put in as many reviews as you may want and of course make sure that you always include your Instagram handle as I mentioned. So let's pop into today's show topic. As I mentioned I'm really excited about this. This is something I've been studying and basically thinking about since I was a really young girl. I was 15 years old when my father passed away and I ended up inheriting some stock so I had to learn the stock market at a very young age. For a 15 year old learning the stock market, getting a pulse on business, it almost seemed impossible. I was very fortunate to have some awesome mentors in my life to guide me towards investing, understanding the market, and these men were also very understanding and 
patient with me. So I really appreciated the level that they talked to me and they really treated me like I was an equal, even though I was 15 years old and I learned so much at such a young age. My investor is now unfortunately retired. I work with another fantastic investor within the firm. He's been so great to me and we've really had such a great transition with working with them. But I have to say my grandfather was probably one of the most important people in my life to help me learn about investing. He ran his own business as well. Um, He's the reason why I would say I had the guts (laughs) to become an entrepreneur. Without him being in my life, I wouldn't have understood what multiple streams of income even meant. My grandfather ran a real estate agency down in Philadelphia in his hometown. So it was such a great experience. I mean, learning and and watching him even as he got older you know manage his investments and how to get rid of investments at times or even alleviate people from certain homes that maybe they're not paying rent for and I was just exposed to a lot of different business practices at a young age that many other people may not have come across right especially because it was my grandfather being the entrepreneur my my parents actually worked you know, nine to five jobs in corporate America. And they did not have many of these experiences. Of course, they did from growing up with my grandfather and my mom's dad. She had a lot of experience within this market. And that is why eventually we will honestly have my mom on this podcast. She is such an amazing salesperson. She worked with my grandfather from a very young age since he ran his own business. She worked with him. My aunt also worked with him, I believe, for a time. My aunt Cindy was a teacher, so she took a different route in her career path. But my mom really did stay with the real estate market for a little while, and then she ended up taking her own career path herself and just expanding out and not working within the real estate market. But I have learned so much from just listening to sales conversations, whether that be my mom, my grandfather, my investor, and just by sitting in on these conversations you can learn so much about the market. So for example, my boyfriend, Sean, we lived together. We um, bought our house in the beginning of COVID and we've been quarantined together, honestly, since the shutdown. We literally signed the lease of this house the week of shutdown. So we signed it Thursday, Friday, everything was closed, I believe, right around that type of timeline. It was not so. But I have to say throughout the shutdown, I was able to listen in on Sean's business conversations. He works for a great company that offers company culture and how to really expand upon company culture and help the employees within the company have a great mantra and you know just a great community within that business so that's what he does and throughout the pandemic he would talk to people you know all over the country and we would learn about different businesses and we would start to talk about them since a lot of what was happening in my business was just different or honestly slow in the beginning of the shutdown it gave us an opportunity 
to talk about the market, talk about how people are spending money in corporate America, how are employees feeling, how are people feeling in general. This is all really important for understanding business strategy. I remember when I first inherited the stock and I had to make my first stock investment, I was so afraid. You know, I'm like, I have no clue what people want to invest in. I have no clue what people are buying. I have no clue. And my investor came to me and he said, okay, Caitlin, well, what are a few of the markets or sectors of the market that you are interested in? Like, what are things that you like? And at that time I mentioned, you know, fashion, probably beauty. And those were a lot of the stocks that he would send me depending on where the market was, right? Because then I would already have an idea of what's going on in that sector of the market. So the way he started to teach me these processes was already by getting in into the market at a level of something that I knew and understood and honestly cared about, right? So he wasn't trying to have me invest in, you know, an aerospace company, even though that would have been so cool. I, at that time, didn't know much about aerospace. So that wouldn't have really made an impact on my investments or probably given me a return. So really what I loved about working with him was that he was open to this this style of investing. And this is really really how I approach all of my business practices, all of my investments. It's really shaped who I am as a person. It's also shaped how I approach money. So in this ever-changing world of shutdown, vaccines, you know, extensions, whatever we want to call it, right? And even just honestly, everything opening back up, it can feel uncomfortable, right? We're only human beings. And as things reopen, it feels a little awkward, maybe weird or different or just not the same, right? And it can make us feel really in the dark, right? Like totally in the unknown and not sure what to expect for our business, not sure what to expect on the return in our investment, not sure what to expect in the future. It's very scary and it can cause a lot of different emotions, you know, anxiety, depression, worry, concern. I mean, serious problems can come out of these types of life events, right? That we all underwent together. So the more you can step back and think about what do I enjoy watching? What do I enjoy investing in? What do I invest my time in? And what does that return look like for me? Is that worth the time of that investment? Is that not worth the time? Is my time best spent somewhere else, right? This mentality of going in, testing it out, seeing how you enjoy this experiment, right? With something that you already enjoy. So let's say for the stock market, for example, we'll use that option. If you are really interested you know, possibly in the CBD industry, right? This is like a hopping industry right now, huge thing. I actually worked for a company that sold CBD for a while. It's a huge thing in the stock market. A lot of people have different opinions and things can go crazy, right? When a lot of people have different opinions. So the more you research and read up on articles, and I'm talking about, you know, peer reviewed articles that are high level and definitely have 
some credibility here. You want to read about those companies. Where are they sourcing from? Where is their you know packaging coming from? Who do they ship to? Why do they source in this certain place? What is their company culture like? What is their branding like? And how could that play out in the market down the line? So when you start to understand the market and how people work, it's really it's really just understanding how people work, right? This is all human behavior. So I like to think of myself as being in the business of honestly understanding human behavior. And it's helped me calm myself down. So when I am watching a market or when I'm seeing a stock tank or when I'm seeing, you know, clients leave, right? I don't have a panic attack. Instead, I think to myself, what's happening in the economy, something's shifting in the market. I need to be aware of this and I need to make sure that my mindset moving forward is aware of the surroundings in the market and how that could play out for me down the line. So with this holistic type of approach of investing and business, it gives you an overarching view of why you do what you do and why that investment is worth your time. So going back to the CBD example, you're doing this research, maybe you hit up Yahoo Finance, you go to the profile, this is my favorite portion of Yahoo Finance, this is like the only thing that I use when I'm first looking out a stock, right? This is like the initial thing that I'll go and use to look up the symbol because stocks have different symbols and this is just a great easy way to do that. So I type in the symbol on Yahoo Finance, I go to the profile section and I normally read their summary and I go through through, like I said, exactly where they're sourcing from. They give you a great overview of the business throughout that Yahoo Finance profile, which is why I like it. It gets you right to the actual important parts of the investment. And that is why I really appreciate that profile that they put together. So you're on there, you're looking at the CBD, maybe you're looking for what's coming up in the next couple few months. You know, is the market going to be changing? Is skincare still a huge leader for CBD? Is it now shifting into more of a recreational thing? And how is that recreation going with sales in the industry? Are, Are most of the sales going online or are they in store? These are all things that you want to think about as you're investing and honestly making sure that there even is a market for CBD, right? Of course, we know that there is. So that right out the gate is okay. But when you're looking at things like, you know, larger investments or maybe an investment or a stock symbol that just came out, this is something that you want to be mindful of. You know, for example, I remember when Spotify went public a few years ago, And we unfortunately did not buy in the day that they went public. And the reason why was because in the beginning it was just a little volatile. And at the time it was just not a good place for me where my portfolio was at, which everything's meant to be. But if you look at something like that, that's a great stock symbol that you know is going to come out and that's probably going to have great success down the line. Now, of course, it could have not great success, right? Apple could come out with a new feature. Maybe they all of a sudden have music videos on their application and that's what's flourishing, which is funny because Spotify actually does that. But right, this could have happened and the market could have shifted and maybe Apple Music 
took over Spotify and then you lose a lot of your investment because you bought it that first day that it went public. The way I like to think about those symbols going public is most of the time they're not going to be able to have enough shareholders to go public unless they know it's going to be successful throughout the future. So of course that can backfire, right? And especially in something like the music industry because there's a lot of competitors, but I use Spotify. So when I was looking at the symbol, I literally said to myself, well, I use the application. So why wouldn't I want to invest in it? Because I'm spending money monthly. That's technically money going back in my pocket, right? If you own stock in something that you spend money at. That's how I like to think about it. That's how my grandfather taught me to think about it. And that's really helped me again with my investments down the line. So this is just a few examples of stock and some of the things that I've gone through as being a young investor and somebody that really does like to have a good pulse on the market. And I think when people talk about stock, they think that there's some sort of secret, you know, or, and of course there's algorithms out there and applications that you can sign up for. And I'm sure they're fantastic if that's up your alley. I like to focus on the investments that I care about and that I know I'm going to nurture and watch. So the markets that I know are going to do well, that's what I start to invest in. For example, with the shutdown right after COVID, we're now seeing a huge fluctuation in lumber and in home improvement. It's all over everywhere, right? If you're driving down the highway here, you can see like five to 10 houses that are getting new decks, new roofs, new things all over the place because maybe the whole year, right? They didn't have time to do any of those updates or there just isn't enough manpower. So these are one of the examples of the industries that is blowing up after COVID. Another one of the industries that's blowing up is obviously the online space. Hello, right? That's why we're here. That's why we're talking. So the online space is really taking a shift. I mean, people are now going to be able to fully run their business online. If you would have told us that two years ago, yes, it was possible, but of course there was some sort of ground networking or boots on the ground, right? Somewhere, most of the time, it was pretty rare that somebody just launched a business online and it took off. They had to have somewhat of people physically out there. And now that's not the case. Now that really is not the case and COVID and quarantine has shifted that for all of us. So as you see these trends of people shifting, of job markets shifting, of ideologies and overarching thoughts that tend to, right, most people have the thought process around. So another one of these trends that I'm seeing is leaning more towards mental health, right? And positive affirmations and making sure that you're putting your mental health first. I think with the shutdown, we all realized, well, our mental health might be crap, right? To be honest, we didn't even probably have time to work on our mental health prior to all of this. And now we have more than enough time to do that. So as you see these shifts, as you see people changing, as you see yourself changing and your intuition changing, lean into those thoughts. You know, I remember Project Me with Tiffany, she always shares this story about how you think about, you're like half buzzed, right? And you think about some type of object that's gonna like make you millions and millions of dollars and you're so excited about it. It's like a DIY 
t-shirt tie-dyer that's gonna be perfect to tie-dye every t-shirt right I'm just like totally pulling up product that is probably not out there but I'm just gonna make it up so you find this product right you think of this product you're like everybody's gonna want to buy this this is so on trend right now I have to make this prototype and then you end up waking up the next morning and you don't remember what your idea was and three months later you end up getting an ad for it on your Facebook right (laughs) because Facebook's always listening and somebody else at that same time maybe you know in another country had the same download had the same idea had the same thought and they jumped on it when you think about this and when you start to really think about energies and thinking about thought processes of human beings it's most of the time likely that if you are somewhat leaning more towards mental health and seeing this more on your phone and you know, being marketed more to these specific products, that this is probably likely a trend, right? A trend that some other people that have your same outlook on life are going to lean into. And there's a sense of relief in this type of thinking. It allows you to lean in again into your tuition and follow your gut because my mom always said this to me since I was a young girl, you really always know, right? (laughs) You always know if the relationship's going to work out, if the client's going to sign the deal, if, you know, you're going to make it to the end of the movie or not, right? Like, for example, something really lighthearted, or if you know if you're going to bake the cake wrong, right, and it's going to totally burn or something. You know deep down, like, even when you're pouring the cake into the cake pan, you know in your stomach, okay, I'm not a great baker. I feel like this is gonna mess up today or you know wow I'm gonna slay this cake it's gonna be the best cake ever like I can't wait to eat this cake and that is the difference between following your intuition and knowing what to do right and leaning into that intuition versus just ignoring that thought persevering forward and letting the accident right possibly happen so maybe if you're feeling this in your intuition when you put the cake in the oven you actually put it in for 15 minutes first then you check it halfway through and you put it in for small increments of time so that you know that you won't burn it right you know that about yourself maybe you're just not a great baker All of these thought processes and this intuition can jumpstart a series of events and actions that you start to take. And this happens in business as well. As I mentioned, you know, when the shutdown happened, we made some huge transitions with our portfolios, but also just with our business in general, right? People didn't want a course, or if they did want a course, then somebody also wanted a one-on-one. So guess what? We offered both and to whoever needed them, right? And we were ready to pivot at that time, and we were willing and able to lean into it. And I know that word pivot is so overused and we're so over that word but it is very true it's just like when you get that intuitional feeling that you're gonna bake the cake the wrong way you take those actions to allow yourself to not burn the cake right you take those actions consciously because you're checking in with yourself you're checking in with your intuition and you're leaning into that thought so 
I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. It was a little bit of a rant. I know um, this is some a topic I'm really, really, really passionate about. So if you all want to learn more about stocks and investments, I'm even thinking about having my investor on that really helped me gain pulses on the market and understand business out the gate. If you all are interested in that, I want you to send me a DM or leave it in the comment in your review when you are opting in for our giveaway for the 90 minute sit down with me. Um, I think that this would be a great topic for us moving forward, especially if a lot of you are entrepreneurs. I know having my financial backing with my stocks really allows me to have multiple streams of income and of course capitalize on that growth down the line and it alleviates the worry if a client does cancel a contract and you know honestly we have to pay the mortgage that month right like this is real life stuff and i'm going to share these stories with you guys i'm going to be honest with you all i'm going to tell you you know that these passive income and this type of structure for your business and for yourself is going to really help you feel financially stable and secure and be able to show up in a more confident and authentic way in what you do. So again, if stocks interest you and you want to hear more about this, let me know somehow, some way, right in the DMs or in your review. I really appreciate all of you for listening to our podcast and please, please, please leave as many reviews as you want. If you want a free 90 minute sit down with me, we send you a quiz prior and we go over any of your three topics of choice like content creation, business insight breakdown. We can even offer some business coaching, right? Since I know a lot about business, whatever you guys need, I can help you. And this 90 minute sit down, I think will be able to really help you all gain strategy, gain clarity, and also allow me to give back to you guys for listening to our show. So thank you all so much. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the end in mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.